0: Everybody. Welcome to Smashing Game Time. We are three brothers who go through gaming's back catalog of yesteryear and we're one of the best gaming podcasts you've ever heard with your earballs. I am your host Nick. Below me is my brother Josh.
1: Yeah, I'm not actually below him guys. That's kind of weird. We're brothers. I'm actually like adjacent below. There's it, a space.
0: Yes, yes. And the other adjacent not below brother to my left is Jake.
2: Yeah, that's me. I'm not below. I'm not below. He's
0: not going to not gonna blow him? No, no, he's not going to blow anybody.
2: <laughs> we uh, like to keep it in the family. Everybody,
0: thank you for joining us. We're doing 2017 Q3 today. We're going to go back and look at some video games from Q3 of 2017. It'll be a fun time. Uh, we've also got a nice little tea time featuring uh, the one and only Josh. So stay tuned for that. Uh, before we get into the swing of things, though, just a reminder, we are a Trident Network podcast. Go check out our siblings. They are all awesome. Uh, a lot of different podcasts there for many different interests. So go check them out. Uh, we are available anywhere you get your podcast so apple google spotify uh anchor's no longer a thing anymore anchor's like a weird anchor's owned by spotify so they have a weird name but go fucking track us down rate and review us give us five stars you give us anything less than five stars and we're gonna think that you hate us so guys uh what has everybody been playing josh we'll start with you again what have you been up to
1: so I'm actually working on two reviews currently, uh, both actually fantastic games so far. So the first one I'm doing is Octopath Traveler 2. Uh, for those who don't remember, that is basically the Square Enix game where you have eight characters with eight different stories uh, who like kind of all intertwine into in a sense. Uh, this is just a sequel to it. Uh, it's fantastic. I'm i picked it up i was like oh i, I won it because it's square enix and i played the first octopath and i enjoyed it i'm it, enjoying this one a lot more
0: is it the same eight travelers or is it d- eight different Travelers? it's different it's okay. eight different Travelers. so it's yeah. final fantasy dragon quest like it's a it's the sequel but it's kind of its own standalone story pretty much yeah okay
1: and basically you travel the world or at least these two specific regions um each area has its own character that you pick up that joins your party. Party is a max of four. Um, each ha- is their own class. So the guy I started out with—I'm uh, going to mispronounce his name. I think it's Ikuri he- 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 uh, Yes, Basically, he's a prince to be king uh, who watched his village, yeah, his village and his father die, burned to the ground because his brother. Basically, it was just like, oh, well, I'm going to be king, and you've grown weak, old man. I'm going to kill you. He's the warrior. So, my journey started with him, and I'm working my way around to eventually finish his story. But as I'm going around gathering all my other characters, I'm doing their stories too. Um, so, that's a lot of fun. The other one I picked up that I'm, I've played it a lot already, and it's actually my second review due after I finish Octopath uh, Eldoran. It's basically Dark Souls meets Castlevania, basically. I mean, just your typical like Metroidvania, almost to an extent. It's 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 a lot of fun. It's very hard. I've died a few times already. It's very confusing. They're not they're not forgiving with their mechanics, as far as like when you're blocking, or. Um, they don't give you like a direction to go. It's just kind of like dark souls in the sense of you have to like, just go wherever you think you can go. So, so very, mu- first very much
0: like hollow Knight, where you're just like, uh, uh, well I have this thing, so I guess I can go over here now.
1: Yeah. One thing I don't like about it is you have to like where I'm at now compared to where I started, they have fast traveling available for basically like the bonfires where mm-hmm. you save, but it doesn't become available until you find the ability.
0: Oh, so it's an unlockable ability instead of just something you have from the start.
1: Correct. So, like, literally when you first start, I literally went from the right side of the map to the left, back to the right, back to the left, and then started climbing up until I finally got it. And I'm like, this would have been useful, like, two cities ago.
0: Like, just, Yeah, just give it to me at the gate and make We're that a different at power the gate, that But that I picked give up. Give
1: it, like, after like, the first boss fight. I beat the first boss. Give it to me then. Yeah. Or even the second boss, because then it's like you can make it linear to that point, and then make it op- optional.
0: No, that's yeah. not that's not a case where like maybe you like can you get the pickups in different orders, or is it very linear? Like, no, you need this one so, at this point.
1: I'm pretty sure it. You can get them at separate times, but the way I went, at least, I ended up getting double jump first. Then I got uh, fast travel. Okay, so, so it might be possible. I'm not saying it. I haven't played it enough to be like, oh, yeah, that's the case. But I, for where, where the way I took it, it just doesn't feel that way, at least.
0: And um, it's my understanding, Josh, that you beat Callisto Protocol.
1: I did 100% it. Got what that is,
0: platinum baby. What is the final verdict? I Okay,
1: so I actually enjoyed it enough to want a sequel or DLC. Okay. All right. I So spoiler alert right now, just in case I say something. The way they ended it, I definitely want more. They definitely ended it with the typical Dead Space ending. So I, in my sense, it was a true spiritual successor to Dead Space. So I enjoyed it for that because it did such a phenomenal job. It could have done better with the pacing. I think towards the end it went too quickly. But for what it is, I enjoyed it they did a phenomenal job with it. I hope the second, I hope this succeeded so well that that if they do plan a sequel, that it's even better.
0: Better boss fights, better Um, boss fights, more care, more characters, more character development. I would hope for, um, just because the way, yeah, the way it ended, I was like, yeah, I kind of want to see where this, I want to see what happens next.
1: Yes. Like the way they ended is just very much, very much a cliffhanger. Like, I would say so, so more than Dead Space. Like, everybody knows Dead Space ending. Spoiler alert for those who haven't beat a game that's over 10 years old, 15 years old at this point. You 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 beat the, the hive mind. You escape the planet. And as you're leaving, you're just, you know, calm, calming down, playing the replay of your dead wife. And all of a sudden, you get jump scared by her. And that's how it ends.
0: The levels spell it out. The levels the spell demo. it
1: out. <laughs> hey, even in the uh, the remake, they still spell it out.
0: Oh, they did. They still did it. They're like, they yeah, still did gonna... it. I thought like, oh, this we're is so cool. It. We're not gonna yeah. touch it. And it's really, it's such a good job with
1: the remake. But all in all, loved Clister Protocol. I want to see more in the sequel. I want more character development, better pacing. Because like I said, it just it it was fine up until the final chapter and a half, two chapters. And then it just felt like rushed. And I'm
0: like, oh, okay. I think, what, I think what really sticks out to me, it, what it taught me about myself is that I like my sci-fi contained in like a single area. Uh, just be, like back in the day, I really loved Escape from Butcher Bay. And so things like Dead Space and Crystal Protocol are just going to be right up my chagrin. Even if there's like a bunch of stuff wrong with it, like I'm still going to find a lot to like about it.
1: I would love at least for, if we're going to stick in this alley, I would love for it to be more of a choose how you want to do things. Like, rather than being linear and having to go to certain spots and do certain things, make it where, like, give me a dead space where the ship is falling apart, monsters everywhere, and I have to fix things, and I have a time limit for each thing. Or I have to do certain things within a time limit. Almost like a... Prey. Would it be Prey? I was thinking more like a... um,
0: Dead Rising... Or that, yeah. Dead Rising or Prey. Prey's just like the closest comp I could think of what that would look that's,
1: like. That's, no, that, that's, I mean, that's pretty, yeah. I would say something like that, but better than Prey.
0: Better than Prey, yes. <laughs> something that actually moves units. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> Speaks values. But yeah, that's, that's my verdict on it. Recommend playing it if
0: you haven't. It's a great game. And it looks beautiful. Yes. Uh,
2: Jake, Jake, what are you doing? If. You know, your typical Brahalla and TFT. The new TFT set starts in a week. I'm still grinding for Master. Uh, Brahalla Spring Champs is in two weeks. And then I got DreamHack San Diego next month, so that's exciting. Uh, i picked up Street Fighter Duel on my mobile devices. It's addicting. It's kind of like your grind gotcha game almost, but like it keeps you in. You're you're awarded a lot for your grind, and it keeps you. It just keeps you like going in the game. Uh, it's got all your favorite Street Fighter characters. You know, you got your Ken, you got your Chun Li, you got your uh, Ryu, Ryu, yeah. So you got that. Do they
0: have new Cammy or old Cammy?
2: Old cami. I'm sure they'll probably have DLC with new cami. Uh, right now they're about to start an event with Monster Hunter.
1: Oh, okay.
2: So it's gonna be exciting. Um, fun game. I highly recommend it. Um, and then I've been playing Apex. I haven't really played. I'm like in the middle of the season. I didn't play at the start of the season, but it's been really fun, especially team deathmatch. Deathmatch is a lot of fun. They also added another mode called Gun Game. Basically like Call of Duty where you kill someone and you you know it switches to a gun or a different weapon all the way up to a knife. I love game modes like that. Those are pretty cool. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. Really, it really gets people back into Apex for sure. I guess like their (laughs) anniversary. I don't know. I don't remember which one it is, but with this one, they didn't add a new character, but they've actually like separated everyone in like into different, uh, what's it called? Roles. So you got your skirmishers, support, all that stuff. And it's weird how they put some characters in a role when you're thinking, I don't know about that, but you know, something new, but yeah, it's fun. It's been fun. It's been fun.
0: Good. Anything, anything else on the game side, Jake, or on the personal side? No, not at all. Awesome. Uh, let's see. My list here, uh, my, by the time you're hearing this, my review for Incolo will be up. That is the, uh, almost the, wor- it's, it's the um, medieval manuscript looking game that plays a lot like an old worms game. Uh, game's fun. Uh, it does have some balancing issues. It's an early access. Uh, they just did put out a, a, um, an update on the 13th of March that added some new characters, that added added a little bit of balance. Balance, I don't know how much. Uh, I haven't really played it much since that update, so I need to go back in and check that out. Uh, But, hey, early access review will be up. Go check that out over on Game Chronicles. Uh, Another game I played, I had a little bit of extra time, and I was like, I want to play something off the beaten path. I jumped back into Disc Room. Uh, I don't know if you guys have ever played Disc Room. This is the game where you have all these different rooms that are filled with saws that you're trying to uh, trying to avoid. Uh, you have different objectives in different rooms that will help unlock later rooms like
1: I I do remember this cuz I think this is like the game that started you telling me to get out the Xbox Game Pass
0: almost. Pretty sure it is. But um there's like a room where we're like oh hey, you need to kill, be killed by 35 different saw types to open this room. So you have to like go around the other rooms and oh shit, I haven't died by that saw. Uh, Oh shit. I haven't died by Or there's a room where like, Oh, Hey, you need to feed this monster that pops up four different times. And you have this ability where you can clone yourself and have two of you. And you have to do that four separate times in that one room before you die. Uh, yeah. So it's a lot of fun. I have probably like 10 rooms to go. Uh, if I had one beef with it, I would want a few more rooms. I'm sure there's some secret rooms that I'm not aware of that. I would just need to go back and find, uh, it's kind of scratching the super meat boy itch because you know, it's, deadly, it's deadly, short little levels, uh, a lot of stupid fun. It's kind of got the same comedy to it. Your guy's like on a planet and trying to escape all these saw rooms. It's cool. I like it. I like it a lot. I'll probably finish it. Uh, the other games I've been playing are games that uh, I've been playing for a little bit. New season of Marvel Snap came out uh the main cards for this one is nimrod who when you play him in a spot if you kill him two other copies appear of him one other copy appears him in the two other spots Uh, so he goes really well with like the symbiote cards that destroy the other cards goes really well with destroyer uh, and i think Deathlock's the other one so it's been fun playing with that but i've been I've been experimenting with decks and I have this new denial type deck where uh, if you guys know Goose Goose is the cat from um, if you've seen the movies he was in the Miss Mar or not Miss Marvel the Captain Marvel Captain Marvel movie um, his ability is basically when he's in a spot no one can play any cards for or above cost in that spot I've been pairing him up with mystique who copies any who copies the last continuous ability that you played and then Cosmo, who uh, you can't have any on-reveal cards activate in that area. Uh, so I have that combo of those three, and I kind of mixed it up because, you know, they're not always there uh, in the order that I need them. But then I also, I've paired them up with Doc Ock, who when you play him, he pulls four cards from your opponent's hands and plays them across from him. And so what I've been doing there is I do that, and usually most of the time, because he's a five-cost card, uh, by that by that time he's pulling whatever their big boss monster is gonna or big boss hero or villain is gonna be at that point. There's this card called Wave, who when you play her, all the cards in your hand and your opponent's hand are four cost. So if you play that on the, your third turn, any any of like if you have your six or five cost, it brings the cost down so you can play a card early. Uh, I love to pair that with Doc Ock. but the real trick behind Doc Ock is if you get like their big boss enemy, and you have uh Sanchi in your hand you drop him he destroys that monster kind of clears the way for you really the idea behind the deck is just like blocking uh, blocking as many plays for the other players you can like i was playing a guy who was playing a move deck and if you guys have played move decks you know they're annoying by doing by playing that way that i was playing like i was limiting where they could move filling up spaces where they didn't need them i had a recent card titania is a one uh, level one or i'm sorry a one cost card who has five power and what she does is when you play her every time, so she'll flip back and forth between spots. So like if I play her first turn, she stays next turn. If someone, if the enemy plays a card across from me and I don't play a card in that spot, she'll go over to the enemy. So really it flips back and forth every time someone plays a card and it's pretty cool. And I think it's a good, like distraction, distraction card. Cause right. they're like, what is he, what is he setting up? What is he trying to do here? And what's the, while they're distracted by that, setting something else up on the other side it's been a lot of fun i've also been playing a normal deck which is just cards with no abilities uh just because i like that shit but i've had a lot of fun with marvel snap actually getting ranked pretty high i'm uh what's after gold is it platinum
2: i'm looking for a number 50 oh just across 50
0: highest i've ever been i know it's not that impressive but here i am Last thing I've been playing, uh, Fortnite had the new season come out. Uh, I like the new changes. So this season's theme is uh, Neo Tokyo. So it's got it. It it's a better cyberpunk game if I'm being honest. Uh, the cars are very cyberpunkian. Uh, you have a sword that if you use it, if you use like it, there's a mobility ability that lets you fly with it. You can use that three times to kind of get around the map. Augmentations are still in there. Uh, the weapon spread's pretty good. I haven't had a lot of time with it, but I like the shotguns that are in there right now. like the pistols that are in there. Um, same for the ARs. Uh, I, I still hate the, the snowy part of the map. It's still very annoying, still very deadly. Uh, otherwise, I'm having a good time with the new Fortnite. I'm not crazy about the characters on the battle pass, but Fortnite crew member here, so, you know, I'll just here take the battle pass, collect my V-Bucks at the beginning of every month, and just, uh, you know keep an eye on the shop see if there's something i want uh the special guest character you guys might know this there is a the character is an attack on titan character don't know his name but he's attack on titan so that's cool uh, is
1: it um it's probably captain levi it's not levi i was thinking it's uh, what's his name aaron aaron thank you
0: you guys tell me if you pull it up and see let me know but uh, um let me Pulling Deal. It up right now. The other new thing in Fortnite is the main area is Mega City. It's this giant city. Uh, I, I'd say it's probably bigger than Tilt, Tilted Towers at its biggest. And it's got rails that kind of remind me of Sunset Overdrive. Uh, and there's like rooftop fights. You just on a like people snipe. Oh, it's fun. It's so much fun. I recommend if you haven't played Fortnite in a while and want to jump back in, uh, I think this season's a pretty good time to do it.
1: It is Aaron Yeager. Here's the important question, Nick. Do they at least give you the uh, the scout uh, rig from Attack on
0: Titan? I don't know what any of that. I'm sure that'll be an unlockable. But well, I don't know what it that would, it'd be
1: more like kind of like the Spider-Man webs, how you could, you know, web oh, cross. I remember it's something. Like, it's I remember someone
0: yeah. saying something about that. I think that is going to be a thing. That's going to be something you can pick up to use to uh, maneuver the map, maneuver around that. That's map. cool. That's pretty cool.
1: That I'd play it for that long.
0: So. Well, hey, good catching up with everybody. You guys want to uh, hop into 2017 Q3? Yeah. Let's, no. uh, let's do it. Q3. So first up here, we have July 20th lone echo so this one is not i i am not familiar with lone echo i'm guessing this is a vr game josh this is your foray tell us about lone echo
1: it is so developed by ready at dawn uh don't know if you guys recognize that name at all nope Mm -hmm. yay nay uh so they did a couple of the side god of war games they did like chains of olympus Ghost of sparta uh they're the guys who did the order
0: Oh, 1860 or order 18-
1: 1886.
0: Yeah, that game is slept on. I feel like that game's like, uh, I feel I like 10 years, from, 10 years from now, we're going to be like, you know what? The order fucks. <laughs>
1: it's going to be, it's it's going to be a sleeper or it is a sleeper already. But yeah, so same guys who did that. And then it was actually published by Oculus Studios. Rest in peace. Um, so essentially, this is like, this is the like, not the launch title for VR games, but if you're going to pick a game and go VR, what started, uh, you know, what was a good like foundation? This is on there.
0: So what, it what that is, makes sense. So you're, for those, for those listening, uh, this is a first person VR game. You are, it looks like you're a robot in space going around yep. these different ships and um, space bodies.
1: So basically you are a service Android. You're uh, called Echo One, and your nickname is... uh, I think it's Jack in this one, because there's a second one. Or there is a plan. I can't remember exactly. Either way. Uh, Basically, it starts off with, like, small repairs and investigation. It leads into this, like, huge, like, mass event where you're basically, like, trying to survive, and the ships are all falling apart. One of the ships, I think at some point, like, the reactor starts to go nuclear and you have to like stabilize it.
0: And that's the whole game.
1: I mean, for the, I just, I really quickly just gave you like the quick note version of it, but yeah, so it's very interactive. There's lots of tools. You're able to like bounce around with your environment. So there's one spot where you're in zero gravity in the middle of like the ship. And you have to like use the walls and flooring and ceiling to like move. So you actually have to like bounce off shit to get forward. Um, Tons and tons of Easter... Or not Easter eggs. Yeah, technically Easter eggs. Like, there's so much in here. It's actually a really good uh, game. Highly recommend it for those who are looking for... Or getting into VR to try out. It's up there with... um, What is that? I can't... Robo Recall. Robo Recall is, like, one of those, like, rail shooters that everybody praises that's up there with it. So...
0: I'm getting motion sickness just watching this and I'm not even really? at it right now.
1: Oh yeah. This is the 2017 version. They fixed a lot of it. Actually when they re-released it for uh steam or I appreciate sure it, it really re-released for steam or Epic, one or the other. Uh, they fixed a lot of the issues motion sickness was apparently one of the big issues they had with it.
0: Yeah. Like it's, it's understandably jit- like there's little jitters and like, I'm just, I'm sitting here watching it and I'm just like listening to you talk, focusing on like not feeling sick yeah understandably anything else on lone echo josh
1: no it's, it's a fantastic game give it a try once you get into vr and actually i think somebody even similar to what they did with the half-life alex i think someone actually made it to where it can be played with mouse and keyboard
0: i'd fuck i fuck with that <laughs> you'd have to look it up there it's probably
1: like a standalone
0: mod so it's also yeah it's above my pay grade uh yeah. up next august 29th arc survival evolved um Jake, this is your this is your toxic little
2: playground. Oh, Ark Survival Evolved! All right, guys, you guys like dinosaurs? You like building stuff? Yeah, yeah. Welcome to Ark. So, this is actually the game was, was out in beta for a long time. So, this is actually when it was full released, and they bumped up the price, which kind of drove Just people, people away.
0: <laughs> yeah, I remember. Yeah. I remember that because I, I was. I remember it was in the news because of the price change. And it was one of those games like I had played with you guys a little bit in like I think 2015, and so then hearing the news like oh shit I thought that game was out.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was because I, mean, I, I got it when I was on beta mm-hmm. on the Xbox. Um, the game it could be played. I mean you know, it's for both players, uh, both types of players. You got your single player. You could play by yourself, or you could play online with other people and form tribes. That's what just your uh, like, party is. Just think
1: if like Rust and Turok made a baby. This is that,
2: but okay. So this game's still out. It's got its following, obviously, from our <laughs> previous clip of me getting roasted in the comics se- section. But this game is not optimized at all. For how long it's been out, it's still buggy. It's still gimmicky. It- it's just glitchy. It's-, it's not. I don't know what they're doing, but it's got. It's a pretty unique game. Nothing else is like it really. Um. It's got more than just like, you know, your dinosaurs, you got wyverns, so dragons, whatever. Um, You got just a bunch of just like mythical creatures that they add in all the DLC. And this game keeps on coming out with DLC. The game still comes out with like in-game events for the community. It's for what it is. It's not a bad game.
0: It's a better supported Tarkov. (laughs) Hey. Min- minus the rate it, it doesn't have all the rating and all that stuff and all the weapon runs and everything but what surprises me about arc survival evolved is that they're doing an actual numbered sequel and vin diesel is in it
2: yeah that's still i'm curious on what they're doing because there is there is lore behind this game i haven't really got into it but it's it's weird
0: hey dinosaur we're a family
1: See, I- I'll believe it when it's a thing. It's almost like the Dead Island 2 uh, situation where we get a trailer and then it disappears for years to the point where Goat Simulator makes fun of it. So I'm pretty sure that's what's going to happen with this is Goat Simulator, the next Goat Simulator is going to come out and it's going to make fun of it.
0: Are there cool weapons, like are there cool like sci-fi weapons in this? Because I always so, just see the tools.
2: Yes, it-, it goes from primitive to modern day to futuristic.
0: Now, the futuristic weapons, are they cool or do they just feel like really light? Because I get the the feeling. So like, you know, old first person shooters where you feel like the weight behind your melee weapon, but then you pick up a gun and you're like, this feels flimsy.
1: I would say the hand weapons are flimsy like that. But the cool thing you can do in this game is, or the cool thing I've seen people do and I kind of, the only reason I want to play it again is to do this. Just basically, and I'm going to, I'm going to get roasted on this when I can feel it. Basically get a flying, I can't remember the name of it, it's the flying transportational dinosaur. It's like the pterodactyl, but bigger. You're able to build, like, a platform on them, and then basically, uh, what I saw this person do is they built, like, uh, a chain gun on the back of it.
2: Yes, you could do that. I think it's, I think the giant bird thing is called a quetzal. And the thing's huge.
1: I know I'm gonna get roasted, so that, which is fine, but it's also because I don't, I haven't played. Last time I played it, I'm pretty sure all they had were the pterodactyls. I don't think they had any other flying creatures besides the insects. Maybe they had a couple insects in there.
2: They have insects, but I don't think you could tame like no, you could fly.
1: No, no, no. That's what I'm saying though. It's like I think as far as flying ones go, like the big thing at the time I was playing it was you had a T-Rex and you fucking just ramped over everybody.
2: So that the, was T- the, thing. Uh, the T-Rexes were fun. I remember getting in a group of people and we had like three T-Rexes. One was like albino. It was pretty cool. But the taming, taming in the game is time consuming. Depending on what the, uh, the species that you're trying to tame, it is very time consuming. I think a T-Rex, if you just had the most basic stuff, could take hours.
0: So, so what you're saying is you're a complete dickhead for killing that wyvern.
2: Yes, <laughs> I have a complete dickhead. Cause with the wyverns, you can only hatch them from eggs, I think.
0: They raised it from a baby Jake
2: and I r- destroyed it. Murdered it. <laughs> it's and cool that Jake this game still
0: getting support though. I think it's crazy. It's crazy. It's got long freaking legs and it's still a thing. Mm-hmm. It's almost, it's coming up on 10 years since it was out in early access. We're getting close.
2: Ooh,
0: ooh, we, we up next, September six destiny two. For those who don't know destiny, this is a looter shooter. Uh, where you team up with two of your friends and you go and do PvE's and uh, did Destiny 2 still have PvP's? I remember Destiny 1 had them and I was like, this is the most pointless thing. Yes, (laughs) It feels so fucking pointless. It's like, you guys only did this because you were the Halo guys and you felt like you needed a PvP.
2: Well, I mean, it's not a bad PvP. Uh, Destiny 2, they just recently came out, the new expansion, which everyone started coming back to the game. I heard it was really fun. I heard the game's still fun. But it's just another grind. It's not a grind game. loop shooter, whatever. I need games with an ending. I can't,
0: like, the Destiny and Destiny 2, I can't do it, man. Right. And then they, like, if you don't come in in time, like, they lock content away. And I know you're saying, Nick, you play Fortnite. Content disappears all the time. But that's not, like, story content. That's... No, oh hey, I mean, literally,
1: the original campaign for Destiny 2, The the Red Army, is locked behind the vault
0: now. Isn't Vault of Glass also vaulted? Uh, I think it, yeah, I think it came back for a second and then they vaulted it again. That's just crazy because that's like something that everyone, exp- like you can still, so destiny is way I've always ex- understood it is destiny is Diablo in first person with guns.
1: See, I always took it as uh, halo. If it was an MMO
0: or that, but here, here's my, here's my argument. You can still play Diablo too. You can still play all of World of Warcraft and its expansions. So the fact that stuff in Destiny like comes and goes, like it creates a scarcity that you don't need. Like, hey guys, Vault of Glass is gone. Sorry, you'll just have to watch YouTube videos about it.
1: That could be said, but just better. Okay, so like, look at if you're gonna bring, uh, say, you play World of Warcraft. Why do we have a classic version? Why do they bring certain versions of the classic version into it? That I'm is a, just saying.
0: That is a completely different story. That was because people wanted people wanted a reset. But you know what they're doing with the classic version? They're building back. So, like, what was the first expansion for World of Warcraft? Was it that Panda one? Uh, uh,
1: no, it was Burning Crusade.
0: Didn't they just re-release Burning Crusade?
1: I Well, that's my point is... They they removed things to re bring them back. It's basically you're just re releasing the game at, at a modern time. I thought yeah. Is. But there are, people,
0: this- there are people people still playing their builds that they started in 2004. I'm sure there are people who reset with vanilla. And I guarantee you, give it another 10 years, they'll be doing another new vanilla. So what I what I think the MMO, like the successful MMOs, will do, which I think World of Warcraft and Final Fantasy 14 are probably the only ones, right?
1: At this point, yeah, but I, Final Fantasy I think is they're not worried about going back because no, no, their 14, community
0: still grows because 14 actually has, and I'm sure World of Warcraft had some of this stuff when it was starting out, but I mean people are getting married in Final Fantasy 14, people are going to raves and doing like party stuff, but what I what I think WoW will do, and I think other people will jump on this bandwagon, is oh hey people have loved it like, but they kind of missed how the old one feels, we're bringing it back, and then. They'll do it again, and they'll just keep doing it because people will want it. They'll be like, man, World of Warcraft, my second time through was great. I still I miss Vanilla again. Guys, guys, we're doing Vanilla for a third time. It's, yeah, get in man. here. Get in it here. Just Come sound, on. It just,
1: it just sounds like D&D with extra steps, though.
0: You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Oh, hey, your char- your character died in this campaign, so do you want to start? Let's just start over.
1: We're, we're going to go from 2E <laughs> to 5 now, guys.
0: I don't play enough D&D to get that
1: reference that basically <laughs> what we're just talking about is basically that. Like, Are we we're done with 5? Okay, well, we're going to go back to
0: 2E. Uh, I, but I say all this to say I hate Destiny.
1: It's Okay, so it has its community. It's good for that. As far as if you're the casual gamer, I think you'll pick it up once, play it for a hot minute, and I think you'll forget about it. Not because it's a bad game, but I think it's because... There's so many other games either like it. I mean, you've got Borderlands. You've got... Help me out here, guys. I named one. You can name another.
0: Nope, you're on your own. You're Damn on I your know. own with this. But I, I, Borderlands is going to be the one that I named, and then you took it.
1: Son of a bitch. Oh, okay. It's, it's, it's your, in my opinion, it's your standard Division. MMO. Thank you. Okay, Division. Division 2. Ghost Recon. pew. Pew. pew, pew. I mean, it's it's the same stuff, just different skins. So you you, you like I said that, I and mean, I'm, I'm, we're gonna get people mad at us for it, but that's fine.
0: I, I am not saying about, it's a bad game. I ain't worried about pissing Destiny people off; they're too busy uh, sinking hours in the Destiny. That's
1: fair, but either way, I think it's good for what it is. I just don't think it's everybody's cup of tea. It, it's not Halo.
0: Yeah, uh, <laughs> Halo's never coming back, Josh. It's gone. No. I'm sorry, Halo's dead. Halo's plane went down over the Pacific. <laughs> there were no survivors. No Speak uh, September twenty sixth, uh, Fortnite came out. No, this this was uh, this was when Fortnite uh, borrowed PUBG's homework and PUBG said, "Hey, um, change a few answers up so no one thinks we copied." And Fortnite kind of did that, but really didn't. Wow! If you're watching the video, this is like this looks so old. Oh, yes.
1: wow. This is season one.
0: So so um, basically what happened, PUBG came out. I think PUBG was on the Unreal Engine and had a deal with Epic on the Unreal Engine. And then Fortnite had come out as a survival game, didn't really take off. And then someone over at Epic basically said, hey, that Battle Royale stuff in PUBG is pretty cool. Yank. Put it into Fortnite. And fucking here we are, ladies and gentlemen. Fortnite probably... So, uh, is it one of the biggest games, if not the biggest? Uh, yeah, technically it is. My my beef with it though
1: is pre-ordering the fucking. I'm, I'm gonna be pissed about this. Pre-ordering the game
0: when the, it was supposed to be the survival. Save the say uh, Fortnite. Save the world. Right?
1: Yeah, save the world. And it was hot garbage. I mean, hot as like the steamiest shit in the coldest day. And then they're like. Oh no no we're gonna back 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 it back it up real quick. It's actually this battle royale game. Like save the world doesn't even exist anymore at this point. I'm sure you could still play it if you found it. But as far as like, they like wiped it from history because it's like no no that wasn't us. We we did this we did this battle royale chef. This was us. This, this it is it pisses me off.
0: So uh, the PUBG guys got mad. I think they're suing for the uh, Epic. I don't know if I don't know if that's still in court or not. Um... But it's a game mode. Like it's a game mode, guys. It's a game mode. It's a game right. mode. So
1: I'm, I'm not mad that it's a game mode. I'm mad that they backtracked themselves and said, no, no, we would never, Save the World was never going to work. It's We we built it for the Battle Royale. Like, no, own your mistake, realize you fucked up, and do better.
0: Well, they did better. Here it is, right here.
1: No, no, the, well, yeah, for the people who didn't, weren't stupid enough like me and you and pre-ordered the Save the World shit. I
0: didn't, I didn't pre-order it, you pre-ordered it.
1: Told me to pre-order and I like, "Yeah, I'll do it." I saw Fortnite magazine. I was like, "That it's, looks, The building was so up there. It's up there with Watchdogs, Nick. So people hate up there with Watchdogs.
0: I think a lot of people hate the building in this game. Rightfully so, uh, just because sweats kind of get a little crazy with it. You see, you start to see towers, and you're like, "I don't know how the fuck I'm going to do this." Uh, the, man, the, this uh, you, the
1: still ongoing joke is, you shoot once, and all of a sudden they've built. A tower. Yeah, it's like instant. Like it's it's a stupid joke, but it's so true. Like I think that's what turned me off from it is it was always about who's it's not a true uh battle royale, it's who's the better builder.
0: This this uh season one UI looks like dog ass, by the way.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, they I'll give it to them. They've made improvements and it's it's obviously its own machine. I just I can't stand them because it just seems like like I said, history was wiped, and they're like, "No, we we made Battle Royale. We're this we're this company."
0: I'm mad that I can't play it on mobile anymore, but um, I guess that's just because they took it off Apple and all that stuff. But uh, I think the thing that's really kept it alive is like all their deals, like the hey, we've got Goku over here. You you, you dumb motherfuckers, like Goku. Here you go. Oh
1: yeah, hundred I mean, V bucks. Their promotions and marketing has just been fantastic. It sucks though because I feel like like. If it's popular at the moment, it's t- – I mean, they- Dragon Ball Z or, you know, Dragon
0: Ball Super. Uh, kind
1: of crazy the movie. They Ball even even came- They came back and did the, did the movie, and you had Orange Piccolo and Ultimate Gohan.
0: Kind Yeah, kind of crazy how, like, Dragon Ball's kind of circled back, like, circled back into popularity. And I'm like, oh, wow, I remember I was a kid watching that. Holy shit.
1: And then you've got – I mean, they just – they finished up the My Hero stuff. Now they're on Attack on Titan – you at one point they had the marvel stuff i mean let's not even forget like all the the con- the concerts they held
2: yeah and then like the the exclusives so like kratos master chief yes yeah.
0: well and they just had a uh, alloy and i saw alloy in the store for a few days uh, it, the, the crazy they're the, literally so oh, good I mean, anime, I, I think you guys would agree, anime is having a moment right now where it's becoming a little more mainstream.
1: Which is a good thing, but is also a bad thing.
0: Well, I mean, anything goes mainstream. It's, it's going to be like, you're going to get your gatekeepers, you're going to get people who come in and like oh, anime is big. Let's put all our stuff in a game or put all their stuff in a game. And that's kind of what Fortnite's like. Oh, hey, people like that. Like, I'm surprised. What's the uh, What's the dodgeball or the volleyball anime everyone really likes? Haiku. haiku. I, I'm surprised I haven't seen any haiku shit. Like, I've You've seen, probably seen more of Blue Lock than anything right now for sports ones. Is Blue Lock the... That's not
2: F1, is it? That's the, no, soccer. That's the soccer, soccer one i feel so, like sport
0: anime is on the way up too oh it's, so what
2: is. what i'm thinking is okay so they have the attack on titan character aaron yeager on here and that's only probably because the new season just came out mm-hmm. just like dragon Ball Z probably had a movie around yeah, that the time movie,
1: the movie came out and that's why they so when goku and it was goku and vegeta right
0: so yeah, but the difference is that you had to buy those. I think the character that you're talking about that's out now is the secret character that you can unlock like halfway through the season.
1: Oh, we're talking about the orange piccolo and ultimate Gohan.
0: Oh, see, I don't no, know no, about the those. Aaron Yeager. I, I think those two were store uh Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm talking yeah, Jaeger you said was his name? Yeah, Aaron Yeager, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so like so like last season the secret character was Geralt. You can unlock him, but you you were you had challenges to unlock him like halfway through the season. All right. Last but not least, September 29th, uh, Cuphead finally came out. For those who don't know Cuphead, uh, this is a it's a it's a boss rush game. It's yeah, it's 2D, yeah, you're, I mean, a little, it is, you're a little you're a little cartoon yeah. cup. I think yeah. the mass appeal is that it looks like an old cartoon. You can play co-op. Uh, boss fights are very challenging. Uh, let me I'm trying to find a good one. I think this video might be someone who's not very good at the game. Uh, it does have some runner levels where you run through them and defeat enemies. I think they had to tack those. I think Microsoft's like, "Hey, you need to put these in," or whoever their publisher was at the time, uh, because I don't think those were in. Those were gonna be in the game, and then someone's like, Yeah, these bosses, we need we need something to pat them out." Uh, but hey, that's you why know I what, said
1: Contra, like, because Contra only had a handful of them like then. That was mainly more like a boss rush mood.
0: It was um it was so popular that uh it got DLC. It just came out last year. Crazy to think for a whole five years later, DLC came out, and they had a very popular Netflix show come out. I think it did pretty well for them on Netflix. I haven't seen anything about them getting canceled yet. Uh, but <laughs> who knows? Um, those streamers don't really don't really show any mercy to those <laughs> animated shows. Uh, well, I in, mean, rest in peace, Inside Job.
1: Well, I mean, Netflix is on its way out, you know, out of everybody's household. <laughs>
0: hey, man, so. when when they ca- when they came for glow, I said nothing. When they came for in jo- inside job, I said nothing. When they came for my password, I rose up. I rose. Up. Well, actually, you know what? I have my own account. So everyone who's losing my password here in a few weeks, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for your loss. Um, yeah, I'll Venmo you the ten dollars you need. <laughs> well, you no, he's prepared. not.
1: So you better start Venmoing me because I'm pretty sure when it happens, we're getting rid of it. So. Motherfucker,
0: are you on mine?
1: <laughs> no, I'm on uh Angie's Parents. Okay. Um. It's only a matter of time. And then honestly, I think how, how terrible it will go, other streamers will look at it and go, mm, we need to reconsider things, guys.
0: <laughs> so my favorite thing about Cuphead is that I think it became popular after like a Microsoft uh, E3 event where Cuphead wasn't even like announced as its own game. It was like one of those trailers where like they played like a handful of games. games yeah. and people saw Cuphead and they're like, the fuck Cuphead. was that? Yeah. That looked really cool. And it just kind of took off from there.
1: And it's it well-deserved too. I mean, it. if you haven't played it, it's a fantastic game. And even if you're just now watching it for the first time, I highly recommend you grab it. And Nick, it's on on Game Pass, right? It does not look like
0: it is on Game Pass. It, it you can get it on lot. You can get it on here, but not on Game Pass. It's not a Game Pass game. I'm sorry, no, you guys. Well, I thought it was. It's okay, guys. We made it through the third part of 2017. We're almost there at the end of the year. Uh, what do you say we head into some news though?
2: Read all about it, latest football cards, morning paper, morning star, paper mister
1: it's time for old news it's august 1st electronic arts confirmed that bioware montreal the developer of mass effect andromeda was absorbed into motive studios
0: and that was a sign that we weren't going to get the rest of that mass effect andromeda stuff
1: no but they are the same guys who did eventually give us dead space remake which is fantastic uh but they're also the guys who gave us battlefront 2 and squadrons squadrons I thought was pretty good too so I, I will give it to them they they've they've redeemed themselves from Battlefront 2 they've turned it and Andromeda. around. Andromeda they're turning it around they're getting better they have a to be announced untitled Iron Man game
0: oh is that the VR thing
1: I believe so yeah Ech. and then they have only had one game canceled and that was Gaia
0: we don't need it we
1: don't need it moving on August eighth, Ubisoft announced the establishment of a new studio in Stockholm, Sweden. I'll let you guys know this right now. Nothing came from it. Are they? I was gonna
0: say, are they gone? If I click this, I, studio, I'm pretty
1: sure they just do like side work now. At this point, I don't think they do anything like fantastic. So, side if I click on the hustle. studio,
0: Wikipedia is gonna be nothing but was, 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 <laughs> was, was, was,
1: was. Yeah, well, it's Ubisoft guys. Completely, you can't expect much at this point. Uh, August 7th through the 12th The International 2017 One of the highest paying esports tournaments In history Was held in at the Key Arena in Seattle Nick what, do you need background on that Because I know Jake knows what it is
0: What did they play there?
1: That That's Dota 2
0: Oh yeah see I had no Stupid. idea I didn't know I didn't know there was Stupid. Dota I didn't know I knew it wasn't League Because League's called something else But I didn't know it was Dota
2: Stupid yeah, so uh
1: that was the year Team Liquid won.
0: What was the prize pool?
1: No, millions. Uh, uh, yeah, millions. Uh let me see if I can they won ten million eight hundred and sixty-two thousand six hundred and eighty-three dollars.
0: Jump change. Second
1: place, newbie three point nine five million. Uh legend forever young two point five. Fourth place, Legend Gaming, one point seven. Fifth and sixth, Ictus Gaming and Virtuous Pro, one point one. Hell, seventeenth and eighteenth place,
0: sixty one thousand. Esports are just fucking golf. It's just like, oh hey, you here? You came in seventeenth place. Here's a, here's a fucking half dollar.
2: And yep, all yeah. our money. Fuck. Fuck. I mean, like with the—I was looking at the prize pool for uh, DreamHack San Diego, and all I gotta do is get like seventeenth, in I think ones and twos. I'll be coming home with like three hundred bucks.
0: <laughs> at it least cover your food. trip, right?
2: It, it paid for my food, <laughs> my plane ticket home. <laughs> I can fly home, yeah. <laughs>
1: That's a long walk if you don't get it. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. All right, moving on. Uh, lastly, but not least, September 13th, Bruce Straley, co-director of The Last of Us and Uncharted 4 Thieves End, departed from Naughty Dog after 18 years.
0: Is this the guy that raised hell about not having a writing credit on the show recently? Yes.
2: I think so, yeah. Yes.
0: Man, that's not, how the, that's not how those credits work, man. You wrote the game. Like, come on, Bruce. Come on, Bruce. Bruce, you're embarrassing all the other Bruce's, man.
1: Yeah, since then, he really hasn't. Done anything else? I think, uh, yeah, really, he hasn't really done anything else since he left.
0: He probably hey, Naughty Dog sounds like it would run you through the ringer being there for eighteen years, all those AAA titles, all those platformers. Yeah.
1: Well, Take- let me rephrase that. The only thing he's done since then, other than complain about not having a credit for the television show, is uh, he's considered supporting unionization of the video game industry.
0: Good On you, Bruce. Good on you. Which, I mean, is yeah, that probably needs to happen. But also, also, Bruce, it'll be all right. The show is just okay. So you're telling me I'm not
1: missing anything?
0: Eh. If you played the game, you've seen the show, Josh. I've, oh yeah, that's why I'm not like,
1: ooh. (laughs) It's just, it's so weird. Speaking of the show, it's so weird having. everybody like andy's parents and her brother talk like oh i want to watch last of us and i'm just like sitting there going guys it was a game first and right? then
0: uh, <laughs> and I'm, I and know, that... for people like who are onboarding at the show that is totally fine
1: oh yeah no, i know that's that the problem <laughs> it's i think what so it does weird. better
0: so like the walking dead my main complaint was oh we're gonna be at this farm or at this prison all season this is the arc this is the other end where it's like oh that was only an episode or that was only an episode and a half seems fat. So it's like, it's like, here's walking dead. Here's the last of us. I want something right in the middle where it's like, yeah, we're going to, this is going to be like a half arc kind of like how like Dexter would like Dexter would have a mini boss in the middle of a season. So like, mm-hmm. I think season seven, when his sister spoilers for Dexter season seven or eight, I forget which one, when his sister knows that he's the killer there's that boss or that boss there's that guy who like has the torture houses and him and Deborah take him down like I want to say like episode six or seven with still like three or four episodes left so like yeah I feel like having stuff that lasts more than an episode or two it just feels rushed it was nine episodes it just finished um, this past Sunday uh, so two Sundays when this goes out and, and it just felt rushed but you know what if they like if people who haven't played the game like it Hey, welcome aboard, kids. It's just
1: weird because the moment uh her Andy's brother mentioned it was a video game, everybody just like stopped and looked at me. And I'm like, God damn it, am I really that guy that is, when you say video game, you stop and look at me to like confirm it?
2: Like, uh what, what, I, what Josh said reminds me of that meme where the guys in the at the party is like they don't know that <laughs> I played the game.
0: <laughs> you know what it is? They they looked at Josh and like they're like, how the fuck did you not bring this up?
2: I'm going to just be interested uh, in it. Thought thought you were I'm to try vi- to recreate that meme with Josh. <laughs>
0: thought you were the video game guy,
1: Josh. I mean, you guys didn't like Halo.
2: Oh, I'm the video game guy at my, my plus.
0: Uh I'm the, I'm the funny guy. I'm the funny guy. Uh, guy.
2: No, no, you're Nick's, the, definitely the,
1: Nick's definitely the video game guy.
0: Nerd. If you, Hey, if you don't know the video game, video game guy at work, you're the video game guy at work.
1: I am the video <laughs> game guy at work. <laughs> I bring my Steam Deck to work and people judge me, okay?
0: <laughs> Josh, we're always judging you. Never actually, stop they don't judging.
1: judge me. They don't judge me too hard. They
0: actually think it's pretty cool. No, no, yeah. it's all. Hey, I'm jealous of your Steam Deck. I, 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 I want to touch it. Um, no. what? Josh, <laughs> thanks for the news. Jake, you got a meme for us?
2: Meme time. Alright, guys. So this one's a picture of Buzz carrying Woody in Toy Story. And it says, but Buzz, we missed the truck. We're not aiming for the truck. And it's just a picture of tilted towers on the map. That
0: is, <gasps> I perfect, love it. that is a perfect marriage of IP, Toy Story, Fortnite, in one place. I approve I it. I approve it. This is a good meme, Jake. This is a good meme. It's
1: a fantastic, fantastic meme. meme.
0: Good Jake. Uh, hey, guess what? It's tea time. It's tea time.
1: All right. Stop buying early access. I don't know what you're thinking. Josh, you play Escape from Tarkov. How can you preach and not practice? Well, this is a cautionary tale for those who don't understand. So my, my main beef with it is why give a company money for a product that's not finished and may never finish? Prime example, Escape from Tarkov. It has been in beta since the beginning of time itself. I'm talking, I was playing at a time when you could go to the door. Rather than just saying open, it said open, open and clear, open and flash. It, you had options. There were so many options in there. And they removed it. That's fine. You're, thinking, you're like, Josh, this is a feature. That's fine. Okay. Let's move on to the next, the next portion of this. It's a cautionary tale. I bought the Edge of Darkness edition. Originally, I got so much starting equipment. I had two ammo boxes. I had a shit ton of uh, guns, a shit ton of ammo, extra money. I'm pretty sure I actually had a uh, money case. I have to remember. I can't remember all of it because it's been so long. I don't even get that now. I'm, I'm lucky if I get two additional guns and maybe a handful of pistols. Then you're like, well, Josh, you get a head start in your stash. I, okay, I get, I get oh, uh, a day, a day free, basically, for a hundred and fifty dollars. Are you fucking kidding me? Moving uh, Jake's, Jake's face <laughs> is throwing me off. <laughs> for those who can't see, he's just making like these like O oh faces and like totally said like, oh, uh, uh, no, he didn't. <laughs> Moving on, it's just, it's just the fact that we give these companies money for an unfinished product. And then we either, one, don't get what we were promised, like in the sense of Escape from Tarkov, where they keep taking things away. Two, by the time it finally releases, there, there's nobody left, because everybody already played through the beta, and they weren't willing to wait for it to be fully released. In some cases, like, not saying ARC is in that case. But, how long did it take them to finally finish, and how many people would have actually still been there to play it when it finally did? The same thing could be said so with Rust. Rust, how long was Rust in beta? I mean, all these games, they just, that's like the excuse for, especially like these triple A title companies. They just like go, hmm, I can make you buy a now possibly $70 game. It's not 100% done. Get your feedback, not give a shit about what your feedback. And maybe we don't even finish the product itself. Maybe half-ass it the rest of the way. We shouldn't be rewarding that. Am I saying indie companies can't do it? No, I I'm I'm saying if you're gonna do it, don't release it. And I'm putting air quotes up. Release it and say it's a finished product, or it's going to be a finished product. It needs to either be finished, or you need to be on um um, what's the fun? Is it fun Me or whatever it's called? Uh, where you can like fund projects and stuff.
0: Uh there's Indiegogo, there is also Kickstarter. Kickstarter go to Kickstarter. Me.
1: All those. Go to those to support them and get your, you know, funding kick for it. But don't go to Steam, don't go to Epic, don't go to Xbox, don't go to Sony. Don't go go don't go to these companies and say, "Oh, here's a product you can put on the store. It's not finished, but we'll have it finished in the next like 3 years." and then make us wait 10 years for it to actually finish. Do your jobs. You're paid to do it. Don't half-ass it. Give us demos. We'll give you feedback. I mean, look at look at Suicide Squad, the The newest one, the, uh, the game. The Suicide Squad kills Justice League, basically. I think that's <laughs> what it's called. I don't even know what it's called anymore at this point because that's not what it looked like when they were giving us the stuff. They delayed it again. I promise you, if that comes out as a beta... Instant garbage.
0: Look, just, it looks rough.
1: It looks bad. But if they come out and say, oh, it's a beta release. Nope. It's not a beta release. It's a you're dead in the water. Do us all a favor. Don't promote them for that. That's the reason why we're getting EA Ubisoft. All these AAA companies give us the games that we've loved and grown up, grown up on for years. And they've just they've been diluted to what they are now. Look, look at Battlefield. I mean, essentially, it's pre-ordering or wish-listing. You're giving them the power to think that they're so much bigger than they are, and they're not going to put the effort into it. They're not. Just don't give them that power. Don't, don't buy early access. Don't pre-order. Don't wish-list. Make them earn it. That's why I think games like uh, Ray came out of nowhere. Fantastic game. The modding community has been fantastic with it. Was it in beta? No. Did it come out and promise everything they did? Oh, hell yeah. They did more than that. And look where it's at. It got nominated for several awards at the Game uh, Awards. Give them credit. They did their homework. They did their job. I hope that their next project is so big that they never expected it to be that big. I want them to blow... E- I, I don't want to keep rewarding these other companies for doing this stuff. Don't. It's, it's ridiculous. I'm tired of... Buying the next Call of Duty for seventy dollars and it being the same exact game but copy and paste. I'm tired of buying a Battlefield game where I I grew up on the other ones, love them to death, and go this and go this is not the same game I I played when I was a kid. It's a completely, it's not even the same machine. It's an old man sitting cripply in the on his bed and can't get up. I need somebody to find that golden ticket to get that old man up and jumping around. And making his children realize, this old fart fucking lied to us. And that's what Stray did. That is my rant. I'm done talking about it because I can talk in circles all day. Stop buying early access.
0: Did you shit on Grandpa? Grandpa? Uh, I did. What's his name? (laughs) The the Chocolate Factory (laughs) grandfather.
2: Yes, I did. Uh, Round round of applause. Leave that
0: grandfather alone. He just wanted to eat chocolate with his grandfather.
1: well, hey, the fact that he could get like he was he was crippled in bed for years and he could get up and dance around and take his grandson to the factory no 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 no
0: get a job get a job <laughs> old man get a job old man all right josh i uh, I hate to uh I hate to piss you off even further after your tea time, but you have you have the speed cap next week, and I'm gonna give you two choices. I'm giving you two choices okay okay you can speed cap horizon zero dawn or you can speed cap the Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Oh!
1: <laughs> I kind of want to give Horizon its spotlight. I think Zelda has taken uh, too much out of it, so let's give it to Horizon.
0: All right, Josh is speed capping Horizon Zero Dawn next week. I will be the quiz master, so you best be ready for that shit, Josh. I know you know this game, so I'm going DLC. I'm oh, doing yeah, it I, all. I played it. I've beaten it. Let's go. i am do it. Doing it all, baby. I'm doing it all. I'll do it doggy style. Jesus. This is usually where we end the show, but we have do have one more thing to get out of the way for his punishment in losing last week's speed cap in Mass Effect Andromeda. Jake has written a love letter to the indoctrination theory that Josh fucking stuffs up his butt every night before he goes to bed.
2: Every Jake. night all right so honestly i don't even think it was that uh, much of a punishment honestly it was a great great uh great uh video so here we go dear and documentation theory at first i didn't know who you are or what you were i thought you were just a dumb theory but i took time I I dug deep and I mean, oh, we went deep. Yeah. You were pretty fascinating. fascinating. You were easy on the eyes. So easy. Stop rubbing your nipples, <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> you were mind-blowing. Breathtaking. I had no idea that you were like this. I mean, Oof! I didn't really play Mass Effect two or three, but man, it kind of made me want to play it. You teased me, you teased me hard. My balls dropped after I read you. Yeah. Josh is being weird.
1: No, not keep going. What's wrong with you?
2: <laughs> but your take on how the trilogy ended, how it was played out. It took my soul. I want you. That is it.
0: You're not going to sign your love letter?
2: No. I, I mushroom stamped it. (laughs) <laughs> gross! just gross Just
0: gross. get out of here everybody that's the show we're doing 2017 Q4 next week and Josh is speed capping Horizon Zero Dawn as always we're a Trident Network podcast go check out our siblings they're all fucking awesome uh, rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts just give us all the fucking stars come on and uh, as always thank you to Alex Marvin Clark for our intro and outro song Hunt Him Down a link to his SoundCloud in the show notes go check his shit out it is really good uh, you can find me Nick on Twitter at that coffin. I'm kind of taking a break from it there, but I'm still there. So just you know, if you want to pop on over and say hello, by all means, do so. I'm also on Twitch and YouTube at Nick Fat Night. Josh, where can the people find you?
1: You can find me anywhere at I'm Josh Saying.
0: Oh, he's riding high after that indoctrination theory, oh, love. Yeah. Jake, where can the people find you?
2: You can probably finish now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can find it. me on Twitter, Twitch. <laughs> YouTube, TikTok at Jakey Boy Coffin, where I bully my teammates and for content, basically.
0: Oh, that's that's really nice. That's a good. You're a good friend. You're a good friend for that. Uh, yep. You you can find Smashing Game Time anywhere in the social medias we're on we're on the Twitter. We are on Instagram. We're on TikTok. Well, it is still available in the states. So, uh, you know, get there while to get. It's good. Um. And guys, we just want to thank everybody for hanging out with us again. This has been Smashing Game Time. We hope everyone had a smashing great time. We'll see each and every one of you next time.